Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My football team's got me drinking. My football team's got me drinking. Give me beer, whiskey, wine, or gin. Anything to shake this, but I'm in. My football team's got me drinking. Back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. The boys are in training. We're getting the first images from Arizona. We got the first look at Polito's thighs. PJ is rocking all the content on the Sporting KC accounts. We're getting the first images. I love it. The green grass. It just makes me feel good again. I'm feeling very good tonight, gentlemen. Thad Bell and Robert Russert are here with me. How are you guys doing? I'm good. How about you? That was good. There you go, Thad. I, I was going to gauge your, your energy level here. I like this. You're feeling good. We're recording on a different night this week. Holiday on Monday. I had some family in town, so apologies for that. But uh, here we are. A lot going on right now. Some new signings. But, uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Let's just go ahead and start on uh, on Tim Leibold. We discussed him. Discussed it when it was a rumor. And then, of course, about the very next day, the signing became official. So I don't think we've really discussed it a whole lot. There's a new article on the Blue Testament. Definitely go check that out. Chad and David debated. It definitely should have just been a podcast, I think. <laughs> it is an article where they just go back to back and forth. I, I, it, it is good. It's, they cover the whole thing, but I don't know. Why, why are we not doing this? Come on. We're a multi-content platform now. Well, this way we get to have it on two different pods. There we go. That's <laughs> 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 Yes, there's a... Now an ocean of sporting KC pods, which is good. The The sport is growing. That's what we're all here for. But uh, on that note, if you guys enjoy our show, please go subscribe, rate, and review. We haven't had many 
reviews over the last few years. We've changed things. We've added some a lot of stuff. Uh, and so we need some updated reviews. That would help us a lot uh, in this battle, this new epic battle for Sporting KC podcast supremacy that we find ourselves in. Well, hey, we go on. Going back to Liebold, I did talk to Eric Tommy yesterday, and uh, he has played against him. Uh, he doesn't know him personally, but uh, he's excited to see him come into camp. So, good deal. Uh, yeah, so I think what we have found here with the signing, this is just another example of, the, of, of Peter Vermees and just this front office. If there is a player available that they like, they are going to sign him. And it doesn't matter if we there's already two left backs on the roster. Uh, they've liked this player, and um, and so they've gone after him. It's going to make an interesting battle, uh, you know, with Logan and Denbe and Ben Sweat. Uh, but then, you know, there's also the aspect that he can play some midfield. I think that is that is the rumor a bit. Uh, David's thoughts on it, as you can read in that article, uh, he is not all the way happy with it. The guy's 29 years old. That's kind of David's main point about the team not getting any younger. But Thad, I'm curious where where you stand on this. I'm okay with it. Um, you never know where this is all going to go. You don't know what the fallout's going to be if somebody else goes. Um, but just because I've seen one of the complaints is like, well, why do we have three? Well, what if uh, Tim comes in and is hurt for the next, he's not in shape because of an injury or something. You still need people to back him up. If they had traded away Sweater and Dembe, then they would be criticized for having acted too rashly. And, yep. you know, so I'm okay with it. The guy should be good, should be an upgrade. There should be enough competition to get Logan time. And you never know, they might be moving one of those guys a little farther up the field or doing something else. So how about you, Robert? Well, I know that, uh, you know, we have a tendency, and I know soccer is a physical sport, but do we always sign guys who have been recently hurt? I mean, he's blew out his knee back in October of 2021. So is this a trend with us as well? <laughs> oh. It absolutely is. I mean, that's how Peter gets players cheaply. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, I mean, the guy got out of his contract. He, they they did the six month before contract, and he was let go to come here because he was not in uh, the manager's form over there. So it, it's worth a risk if he can be as good as he used to be, I suppose. Yeah, and Chad says, you know, and I agree with this, and in, in you know, the basic idea that if he makes the team better. You know, it's a good addition. And I think the qualities that he has, from what we've heard anyway, uh, does improve on, you know, the qualities that are already at left back. Do we assume he is the starter? Yes. He's, yeah, he's, he's being going to be given every chance, at least in the preseason, to start. Right. And, I mean, obviously Peter won't start a guy who he doesn't rate, but he, you know, he sometimes sees people differently than we do. So, Yeah, and I wonder, I mean, if you look at the back line, so Fontas getting older, he's our playmaker back there. If he wants to give Voloder, Voloder, sorry, whichever we, we do. Robbie. <laughs> Fine, Robbie, Voloder. yeah. Um, if he wants to have Liebold at that left back be more of the playmaker, you know, when uh, Robbie is playing left center back, maybe that's a, a plan, I don't know. See, hold on. Okay, you just said Liebold, and I, I've been saying Liebold, and this is, I go back and forth. It's always been interchangeable on RB Leipzig or Leipzig. 
So <laughs> I, I, we're, we have another name here where we need to get that down. That's the only Tim. reason I go Leibold is E-I instead of I-E is how his name is spelled. So Tim. Okay. Yeah. So you've, always said, you've always said Leipzig. I've never said that actually, probably in my whole life. So you've never, <laughs> never referred to Red Bull Leipzig in any way. You've never mentioned that team. Don't, anyway. don't think so. Okay, well that's impressive. I've said Leipzig. <laughs> okay, okay, Thad and I are on the same team for once. So, so the other one, other one, little interesting twist to that is, I think it's a going to be a perfect German passing triangle between uh, Tim, Tommy, and. Uh, Robbie at some point. Right. <laughs> the famous German efficiency we can look forward to. I'm very excited about this. Now we got to work on a Spanish speaking one for the other part of it. Right. Uh, Donnie Flores is another signing that we just got. Um, another, he's very young. I don't have, I thought I had the link up and I do not have the link. Someone save me. I think he's 20. <laughs> 20. Uh, Okay, yeah, Thad, give us some on Danny Flores while I get up this article. I don't really have a ton on him, man. I, I did a deep dive looking for uh, highlights and things like that, and I, you know, I saw him score a couple of nice goals, but there was not a lot out there as far as being able to see him play. But twenty year old former U.S. former U.S. youth international uh, signed for this season. And options uh, for the next three seasons after that. Very uh, standard young player contract that we see with them. Um, I think the surprise, though, I guess, was maybe a lot of people thought it was an SKC2 signing and it is a first team contract. Yeah, definitely would have thought that, but it's just with the age. But uh, sounds like, well, because he, <clears throat> uh -oh. he went through waivers, I think they had to assign him to a first team contract. Oh, okay. Yes, I see. MLS going to MLS. Is right. Now, they I don't know if they could have signed him to the two-team, but because Peter didn't want to let him go through the rest of the MLS waivers and they claimed him, but that, that probably meant that they had to sign him at that point. So, yeah. But the interesting quote was that Vermees said he had some Busio-like qualities. So does that uh, indicate he's an attacking-ish midfielder? Probably, I mean, he uh, he said he was a deep lying playmaker at time though. Okay, okay, he's still right. Busio did play some six with us, so he yeah. did. Yeah, and so maybe he's the young six that everybody's been looking for. Well, right, I was gonna uh, on this roster with Vermees and a young player in the midfield. He's gonna get used in all three spots at some point. He's, <laughs> he's gonna get tried out in every single way. <laughs> and Probably a wide back. back somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> left back, right back. <laughs> Uh, I, did, I I was a little snarky though when I heard he had uh, Busio like qualities. I'm a, so he barely starts for a Serie B team. Wow, is that too soon, Thad Bell? Oh man, that hurt me a little. I, I appreciate the content, but ow, lashing out. Are we giving? Are you giving up on uh, on Busio? No, he actually has been getting more time the last couple of games, but but you know, you got to snark at times, right? Let's see, is that Busio would be the age of 20 at this point. My God, he's still only 20. Right. Well, okay, getting signed for Sporting Case. Well, I don't know. Actually, I was about to compare getting signed to Serie B or playing for a Serie B team at 20 and signing for Sporting KC. And now that doesn't sound like that much of a leap. Yeah, I, I do want to dive a little more into him at some point because I think he had to like sit out of college for a year or something so that he could sign. 
um, because he's he didn't go through the draft. It's just there's some weirdness there, but I mean I'm sure I mean it's all legit and above board, but I just don't understand it. So got to dig more into it at some point. So how many more signings are we expecting, guys? Um, any idea? Any thoughts on that? Uh, well, Vermees mentioned some new signings, but right, most two could have been those two signings, right? They could have been. But we'll never know. We could have as far as roster spots, we have two open, or am I wrong? Uh, I don't know. I I don't have my spreadsheet pulled up in front of me, so gotcha. Okay. David was getting out of court late this evening. Our our lawyer (laughs) and our resident stat checker was getting out of court late, so he's not with us this evening. Um, okay. Well, actually, I wanted to mention. Well, there was another signing for uh, Bellhoppers, SKC2, Amadou Traore, another great name, uh, mm-hmm. and another Traore. We mentioned last week uh, uh, Deity is how I'm going with that, Deity Traore. Fantastic. Fellhaber's team is shaping up to be amazing based on their 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 player names. Uh, Thad, how is how's that roster looking? Actually, really interesting. The players they've signed, there's players I'm very interested to see. Um, they sound more like they're reaching out for guys who have a lot of upside potential, at least. I mean, they've always, they always say they they're trying, they will sign players that have potential to make the first team, but some of these guys seem like they might have a, just, they might have some interesting ability to move up. I don't know. I'll have to see them play. And most of them won't make it obviously, but I think they're at least taking some nice chances on those guys. And the the duo Traori. Do <laughs> yes, that's very good. That's very good. Uh, how much? What was the roster turnover? I know that's USL, and especially the way our organization is built. That it's not yeah. USL. It's MLS Next Pro. MLS Next Pro, but it's like, but isn't that in the network? No, it's no. I oh, see. I'm so lost on all of that. So there's. It two, used to be. There's like three USL tiers, but MLS Next Pro is not one of them. No. And where does where does MLS Next Pro stand on the pyramid of U.S. soccer? Third division. What? Third division. Oh, third division. <laughs> I thought you were really going to get complex with me there for a second. Okay, third division. So it's it's in between USL 1 and 2. It would be equal to USL 1. Okay. Okay, and was there a lot of roster turnover? Is it? Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of their good guys actually moved over to USL Championship, which would be the second division. Uh, we need to have Benny Fellhaber on. We had him on last year around this time. I've been reaching out. We're we were in communicado with some upcoming guests. We're working on some preseason content. Um, we always we always get a, a good reaction from our from our exhaustive research and technical analysis that we put on through our, our preseason, uh, all of our content across all the stuff. So you know, there's, you know, there is some other stuff we're working on. Uh, we, we hope to have, you know, a nice organized, well-rounded blue Testament for you in the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> and yes, we do have two roster spots available. There we go. Look at that. We filibustered for five minutes for him to get that. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
So the question will be senior roster spots or supplemental roster spots. Yes. Yeah. And how many green cards are out there? Because Vermees hinted at seemingly a fair amount of them. I, I've been saying this all along is there was never a worry about that. They had plenty of spots because they changed the rule last year that if you didn't have a green card before the season, but on the roster compliance day, you wouldn't be updated throughout the rest of the year. So you could get a green card three days later and you would still count as an international spot where that wasn't in the past. Of course, Charlotte got to break that rule, but so they got green cards somewhere between the start of last year and now, and they just didn't bother saying them because they weren't relevant to anything else going on at the moment. So they will probably at some point just say, oh yeah, we have three spots open and boom. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get to the KC Current. The draft was last week. We haven't recorded since um, a lot has happened in that universe. Uh, a blockbuster trade for Lynn Williams and in a second round or a second draft pick. Uh, Thad, tell us, how, how are you feeling about this? That was a really bold move. The current made a big splash. We've had some time to process it. I really like the player they got. Um, they traded Lynn Williams for the second round or the second pick in the first round. The first pick went to uh, LAFC, not LAFC, um, Angel City FC. <laughs> and they took Alyssa Thompson, which was a player right out of high school. She's already had a couple of caps. Uh, she's going to be really amazing. Michelle Cooper, who the Casey Current took, would have been number one most years of the draft. She's that good. So they were able to get her with the second pick. She already had a shoe. She already has a shoe deal. She came out after her sophomore year, scored 39 goals in 40 games in college with another 31 assists, I believe. And so almost, you know, two points a game in just college. So she will be probably, you know, the center forward for him. She has a really great scoring touch. I mean, you if you watch some of her highlights, it's just ball crossed in, tapped, you know, like just redirected, uh, all that. She's she's going to be scoring a lot of goals. I saw a conversation on Twitter that um, was about attendance projections in the women's Bundesliga and how you know some people's eyes were opened. Um, I, I think I think in they were projecting hopefully maybe like 4,000 as an average attendance. And then optimistically in 27, uh, an attend- average attendance of like 7,000 or something. And some people were saying it was kind of eye opening that, um, you know, it's uh, kind of maybe a punch in the face of, of where we're at. We see all this progress, but then, you know, we kind of get hit with that reality a little bit. Uh, what is, do you know what the average attendance is in, in WSL? Uh, exactly. No, but, I believe last year the current were third overall with somewhere around nine, ten thousand. As an average? average? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I thought 10,000 was like that that game where I scored my goal at halftime was like the they set a record and it was like just over 10,000. Their yeah. average was right around there. I think it was like 9,000. I guess we're so. we're including playing in places like Portland and Angels. Well, no, I'm just saying for home attendance. It was it was oh. up there. They were the third most for the league. I mean, Portland obviously was first. Okay. Um can I, we're drawing we're still drawing much better here but so maybe globally the game still has a ways to go to catch up well it it does but it all depends on where you're at like in uh, barcelona they have been drawing as well as the men or better really so, yeah and in england some of the big teams there have been drawing well especially for the big matches uh, they've been drawing you know 30,000 so it's it all depends on where it's not even, but it's not even across MLS. Wow. Can the women's Barcelona FC carry that organization out of the crippling debt that they've been in? All- <laughs> <laughs> well, they seem to be doing okay lately. So the, uh, go back to the Casey current draft though, for a second, the, with a 10th pick, they took Alexa Spanstra who, and if they had not moved up and, made that trade to get Michelle Cooper, we'd have been sitting here going, Oh yeah, that was a great pick. She'll, you know, she'll play wide. She can play forward. She can play, you know, the wide mid scores, sets up players, but having got Michelle Cooper above that, it's like poor Alexa has kind of been like forgotten about to talk about. But after that, they added three defenders, two goalies and a midfielder who Robert and I both at least know of Ryland Childers. Yeah, I got to see her play quite a bit when she was uh, coming through the athletic system or future system. I, all the children's girls are strong, strong players. So yeah. uh, she, I think, of the three, has the best mental, most aggressive mental attitude of the three, in, in my opinion. So she's going to be one to watch, I think. Yeah, I agree. She's She was taken in the fourth round with the 42nd overall pick. So if she makes a team, she's a steal. Yeah, but sure. I think there's a fair chance that she makes the team. It's she played uh, for UMKC, then went to KU, right? So she could play against a higher level of competition. KU was pretty much a terrible team, and she was the uh, one of the two, if not the best player on KU for the last two years. Yeah, I mean, every year in her youth system, she played up. She played in the ECNL when she was, you know, two years younger than the other girls she was playing against. So she's always been that kind of a player for sure. I do because I know Cody, you always love names. Yes, yes, love a good name. So, like I said, the uh, the second pick they had was Spanstra, but that's S P A A N S T R A. I did. I when when you said that name, it it sparked my ears a little bit. I my ears perked up. The uh, the first goalie they took is Jordan Silkowitz. Ooh, doesn't <laughs> sound cool like a, doesn't sound like a keeper. Not not a classic keeper name, but a very good name. A uh, a defender, and I'm not sure how to say this one correctly, but Micaiah Menace, another cool. defender, Ella Schamberger. That's a heck of a name. <laughs> ah, that's Ryland a Childers. Schamberger better be a center back. She is. Ah. And then another goalkeeper, Ashley Orcus. Ashley, wow. It was Names. a good name draft. Yes, good name draft. And really well overall pretty much every pundit every talking head out there gave them the draft winner a plus plus kind of level of critique 
So they are still killing it this offseason. Some big moves, some risky yeah. moves, bold moves. And that was just a few days after picking up Dabinia. Right. So, yeah, they, they didn't stop uh, drawing attention. Angel City FC thought they were going to get all the attention for drafting the high school player, and they basically stole all the attention away from them. <laughs> we, this is when we need that sound like bite from the Simpsons. Ha ha. Robert, earlier you mentioned or you just said the word Futura. Uh-huh. And it just immediately sent me back uh, on onto the, the fields <laughs> of the Raytown soccer fields. And uh, I also saw a guy the other day uh, in, a, in a bar showed up wearing a, a Legends jacket. There you go. Oh, man, it just sends me back. What are some other good local KC youth teams that I'm that I'm not forgetting? Well, I hate the Legends. Pink Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Pink Panthers. Yeah. yeah. You, you hate the Legends, too, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, ever. Yeah. We all hated the hated the. <laughs> I was soccer dumb. I don't know if that has any like that name has any staying power, but I don't. I don't think it's been around for a long time anymore. Oh no, it's still around. Well, but, no, uh, the, the arena is around, but like I yeah. that was like uh, yeah, the guy's not coaching anymore. I hope he's not. I hope he's not uh, molding young minds anymore. They suck. Your 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 past coach, you're saying. <laughs> yes. I've I've t- I've talked about him on this pod before, but you know, yeah, I don't want to mention mention too much. <laughs> uh, the old Summit Soccer Club that was folded into another club or two, I think, a couple years ago. They just keep folding into different ones. F- like I know there's several of them that folded, you know, with Futura into FC KC, which became KC Athletics. Right. Um. Right now, there's Alliance. United, Alliance that's, United or Alliance FC. They've been around for quite a while. Um, is Scott Gallagher making inroads in Kansas City? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Get him. I, I don't know how anybody can play for Scott Gallagher. <laughs> or I'm Bush, not saying they have or... bad coaches, but that's just like it's. You're trying to like say, oh, I should play like the St. Louis guys. Screw that. <laughs> On the topic of, you know, some of this youth stuff. Uh, sporting just announced a uh, the sporting U Pass initiative, Robert. I think you, I, I was pretty interested in that. Yeah, going back, I got to mention this. I remembered a club named Jabali. I thought that was a pretty cool name back in the day. It was a Where, soccer where's, club. Where's Jabali located? It's a Kansas City club. I don't know if they exist anymore, but I just remember that name. <laughs> pretty cool name. That sounds yeah. Like... Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, so, yes, the sporting. You pass. Um, basically, the idea here is is cheaper tickets for college students, right? I mean, come on, they're on a budget. Yes, please and thank you. <laughs> so, fifteen dollar tickets into the into the cauldron for home games uh, open up to two hundred and forty university students at more than two hundred and forty universities across the country are eligible. So, uh, yeah, trying to get a youth or uh, more young, more youth into the cauldron. But that was a full on. We just, that was a full on sales pitch from the Shades of Blue Soccer Show for them. <laughs> so it says supporter stand. Does that mean exclusively the Cauldron, or does it mean the South Stand also? Well, they put out in the press release specifically that the Cauldron is a known as a rowdy section, <laughs> etc. Cetera, et cetera. So uh, to me, it seems like it is okay. For the Cauldron, yeah. It doesn't say general admission, which technically is South Stand, right? They don't want to invite rowdy frat kids to come sit next to all the fans in the in the rich seats right exactly rich seats 
Yeah, it says the supporter stand features nine sections of general admission bleachers on the north end of Children's Mercy Park. So definitely the cauldron. Uh, one reason I wanted to talk about this was because it kind of sparked a bit of a conversation about this, the state of the cauldron. That's something that, Robert, we've we've talked about a few times on this show. It is kind of a delicate subject. You know, you never that's volunteers are are running the cauldron and it's never good for people not doing anything to just to say something isn't isn't going well or they're doing something wrong. So we 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 do want to like we we want to talk about our feelings about the current state of the cauldron but we want to get it right. I think we are going to we're going to try to get Zachary Cobb on uh, a longtime cauldronite. <clears throat> oh no. Wow, sorry. Longtime cauldronite and um and and a stout Kansas Cityan so uh, yeah, I think we're going to have him on soon and, and try to get a more well-rounded discussion about the cauldron and uh, and maybe ways that we can we can improve. There was a tweet recently. I think that's maybe what another reason that sparked this conversation out of nowhere was um, someone, some random person on Twitter posted their their rankings of sport of uh, MLS supporter groups and and uh, sporting Kansas City was merely on good supporters and there were two tiers above us. And I think, I think that uh, hurt some people because, you know, historically the cult has been <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I th- and I think that's exactly where the cauldron does stand at the moment is, is merely good supporters. And there are um, some other great things going on in other cities. And, you know, the cauldron was once the, one of the, the standards of MLS supporter groups and, I don't know that we are there anymore. So uh, I, I do think we, we're going to talk more about that. Well, I think most talk around supporter section, the cauldron is not that they're doing things wrong, but just that we all want support for sporting to be as good as it can be. You know, that's really yeah. the discussion. Exactly. So that is uh, one of the, one of the future episodes in the pipeline. We're working on some other preseason stuff. But uh, I think uh, I think we've about wrapped it up this week. Thad, do you have anything else you would like to like to derail things? Sure. <laughs> Indoor soccer. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's, let's definitely derail there. Comets have actually not been playing very well lately. A couple of uh, losses and all that. But interesting little note is that uh, MASL will have games broadcast on Sirius Satellite Radio. I think oh. it's it. Uh, it just came out today, and I, I think it's t- 10 games on Friday nights will be uh, broadcast, and the first one will be the Comets. And are like they have their own crew that will be going to like traveling to those games every Friday? Is that I'm sure it'll just be the local crew because it'll be the 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 play by play and stuff from Kansas City for Kansas City's uh, Nick Vassos and Eric Bergrud. Yeah, well, for the yeah, forgive my ignorance here. I knew I knew those guys did the radio here, but does every does every team in uh, in the NASL have a radio broadcast? That would kind of surprise me, honestly. Well, they have a broadcast that would go on Twitch, if nothing else. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I guess. And quite honestly, I hope they choose those games wisely because there are some announcers in this league that I just sit and make fun of and turn to turn the volume down and. They're terrible, but there's a few teams that have some pretty good announcers. Kansas City being one of them. Cody, I will throw out two things. Oh no! Speaking of indoor soccer, Cody, I invite you and Thad too 
to come out and play Friday nights, nine o'clock in Lee Summit. Love to see you guys there. It's a lot of fun. It's a good group of guys. So uh, I've been playing for the last five out of seven weeks, something like that. Number two, how about a shout out to our listeners? You know, what guests do you want on the Shades of Blue Soccer Show? What, who do you like us? Who would be your dream list for us to have guests on the show? And we can, uh, we can take your names and work on it and see what we can do. We have some sway that we just that we just rarely and throw around properly so we can we can get some good names yeah for sure our boy thad is connected here he looks yeah very i was trying to talk you up man <laughs> i appreciate that that's why i love you so cody okay so, cody you didn't say anything about coming out friday night, at yeah, night i was that's what i was just about to get bring it back <laughs> where i don't know if you want to invite every one of our listeners but where, no i was inviting you and thad all right, well, okay, so then you can tell me where you play exactly in the summit. Okay. Yeah, I might, you know, I might be down for that. I pro- I'm I'm partial to the uh the soccer lot, which is one close to me, not in Lee right. Summit. Right, right. And uh and it's two, a small field. So that, that would be my forte right there. I need a very small field. <laughs> yeah. Hard to beat that. So soccer. do you actually play there? Um, I have I have many, many a time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not in a regular regular league. I would like to. Somebody yeah. invite me. I'll go do it. Well, this isn't a league. It's just pickup, but it's a lot of fun. So, okay, okay, I might be down for that. Uh, this isn't. It doesn't. It's not actually arena soccer league. But I saw my favorite all time player Sergio Aguero is back in some some like retirement old man's league that is uh, that he's playing and scoring goals again, and it made my heart feel good. It was a nice goal. Yeah, it was. It's good to see him back running around. I hope it, and my, honestly, my first thought is like, I, if he's still playing, I don't, I guess it's just, it is a shorter field. I noticed there's no walls like in arena, arena soccer, but his career was cut short for heart problems. So I just, it made me nervous to see him running around out there, but if he survived Argentina's world cup and all of that, I think, uh, where's he playing at? It's something called the Kings league. I, uh, I didn't look too, too far into it, but, uh, it's, it's clearly like a, you know, short-sighted teams and a smaller field, but it looked uh, it looked like a grand old time. I wish I wish we did more of that kind of thing here. These charity matches and stuff like that in the U.S. Because there are uh, there are leagues around the world that play mini soccer, so it is kind of like an arena size field, not futsal. You know, no walls, and uh, I just haven't seen a ton of it, especially with bigger name players going to it or anything. Okay, I think we're about done here. I got a hard out. It's restaurant week, gentlemen. I've got yes, it is. I got to hit restaurant week's a big week for me. I uh, upped my budget this month so I could hit some good spots. Uh, Throw out some places. Where are you headed? Uh, I'm going to Piropos tonight. It is going to be the most expensive one. Most of these places all have forty dollar dinner menus. This one's fifty five, so I'm, I'm taking a hit tonight. But I've never been in this place. It's supposed to be good. Argentine cuisine. So excited. with with company, may I ask? Yes, yes. Got a nice double date for the evening and and one for Thursday as well. Awesome, awesome, cool. Okay. Good I luck. Will, uh, oh, yes, thank you very much. I will. Uh, I'll talk to you, gentlemen, next week. Good morning. Woo. Just been sent off.
Yeah.